It's Friday, August 26th, 2022, and welcome to episode 17 of the Alameda Postcast, an audio service of the Alameda Post. I'm your host, Scott Peeler. In this edition of the Postcast, the candidates make their opening statements, street repairs are headed your way, a chance to lose your lawn and pocket some cash, and a local arcade starts a free speech discussion. These stories and more on this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Our top story... Soon, every registered Alameda voter will receive an election guide in the mail. In advance of the publication, candidates for mayor and city council have submitted statements which the city clerk's office has made publicly available, and we have posted at alamedapost.com news. In the mayoral race, you'll find statements from incumbent Mayor Marilyn Ezzy Ashcraft and challenger Trish Herrera-Spencer. Spencer, of course, is a current council member and the previous mayor of Alameda. Candidate Barack D. Obama Shaw chose not to provide a statement. For counsel, there are statements from all the candidates, including incumbent Tony Desog, as well as Paul Busterian, Hannah Grochi, Tracy Jensen, Jim Odie, and Bill Pye. These statements are an excellent introduction to each candidate, and most of the statements include a link to that candidate's website. As a reminder, the Post does not endorse any candidate or ballot measure. The city's annual street repair and resurfacing project is about to begin and is estimated to be completed by late November. Workers will be on sites Mondays through Fridays from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Repairs will take place in several phases. Curbs and gutters will be removed and replaced. ADA-accessible curb ramps will be constructed. Pavement will be patched. And finally, street pavement markings and traffic striping will be replaced. During construction, motors may experience minor disruptions in traffic, temporary loss of parking spaces, restricted street access, and increased noise and dust levels. Bus stops will remain accessible. Depending on the type of repairs needed at each construction site, either one lane in each direction will remain open, or the road will be narrowed to a single shared lane with flag persons controlling the flow of traffic. Please note that on-street parking may be removed for up to one week during construction hours. The contractor will post no parking signs 72 hours before work starts to inform residents about construction dates and parking restrictions. A full list of roads that will be under construction and the type of maintenance that will be performed is available at the City of Alameda website, alamedaca.gov. Search Street Repair. The Alameda Food Bank will extend their Wednesday hours at the Island Community Market until 7 p.m. to better support working clients who cannot shop during normal daytime hours. Starting August 31st, doors will be open from 11.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. on Wednesdays and from 11.30 a.m. till 4 p.m. on Mondays and Fridays. For information on how you can support this vital community nonprofit, visit alamedafoodbank.org. Even though California is no stranger to drought, the current state of affairs is almost unprecedented. The current 22-year period is the driest such period in the past 1,200 years, according to researchers at UCLA. We all try to do our part to conserve, and when it comes to water consumption, arguably the largest consumer of water at the average home is a lawn. Well, you've got an opportunity to turn that brown lawn back into green, as in cash. East Bay Municipal Utility District is offering multiple rebate programs to encourage water stewardship, with the most ambitious being up to $2,000 for homeowners to convert their lawn to drought-resistant native plants. For a business, that credit can go as high as $15,000. There are also free mulch coupons, as well as rebates for flow meters and more. Visit ebmud.com and search rebates. 
This Saturday, Dennis Evanoski finishes up our August Walking History Tour series, The Architecture of the East End. This week, the focus turns to the southeast end of the island and the original little town of Alameda. One of the fascinating bits of Alameda architectural history we'll explore, prefab houses. A large number of homes here on the island were framed and partially assembled as far away as New York and then erected and finished here. You may already be familiar with the Sears houses sold via the famous catalog, but prefab homes predate Sears by a number of years. In fact, the Webster House, considered to be the oldest in Alameda, is itself a prefab home. For a preview of what Dennis has in store, visit alamedapost.com history to sign up for the tour. Visit alamedapost.com tours. How would you like to have a private tour with Dennis on the Alameda topic of your choice for you and nine friends? You can have it by becoming one of the Post's angels. We've launched our membership program. We've got rewards at all levels for all budgets. Head to alamedapost.com memberships or just click the red membership button at the top of the homepage. Now a look at upcoming events of interest to the Alameda community. Unless otherwise noted, details for these events can be found at alamedapost.com events. Alterina Playhouse continues their run of It's Only a Play by Tony and Emmy-winning playwright Terence McNally. This behind-the-scenes story shows what happens at an opening night party as members of the creative team await the reviews of their just-opened Broadway show. Reviewers have said Alterina's production is, quote, very funny and reminds us of how beautiful imperfections can be. Catch the show Friday or Saturday night or check out the Sunday matinee. This was to be the closing weekend for the Food Bank Players' production of Shakespeare's Hamlet. Unfortunately, the show at the Healing Garden space on Webster Street has been canceled this weekend due to an outbreak of COVID among the cast. The show may be rescheduled in September, but that has yet to be determined. Details on the Food Bank Players' Instagram feed. Saturday from 2 to 6, head over to Peru Street at Lincoln Avenue to celebrate the 20th anniversary of the Frank Bett Center for the Arts. In addition to the art, you'll find music, refreshments, and information about the many classes offered at the center. Almanac Beer Company's Backyard August Concert Series comes to a close this weekend with Spencer James on Saturday and Fred McCarty on Sunday, both shows from 2 to 5, free to attend in the family-friendly backyard space with food and drinks available for purchase. This Sunday from 11 until 5, the Alameda Elks Club at 2255 Santa Clara Avenue will be hosting a blood drive. All donors receive a pair of tickets to an upcoming Oakland A's game. To make an appointment, follow the link from the event page, alamedapost.com events. On the subject of the Oakland A's, don't be surprised if you see strange lights coming from the area of the stadium on Saturday night. 250 drones will fill the skies after the game against the Yankees as Sky Elements returns to the Bay Area. You can even sit on the outfield grass to enjoy the show. Details at the Oakland A's website. In Alameda news around the web, the Alameda Police Department on Wednesday announced the arrest of a 47-year-old Berkeley man in a series of grand thefts that totaled over $20,000 from the Alameda Landing Target store on 5th Street. Alameda PD was assisted by target loss prevention as well as multiple Bay Area law enforcement agencies. The arrest occurred in San Leandro and is connected to suspected thefts that took place between April and August. An Alameda arcade has sparked a discussion centering around free speech. High Scores Arcade on Park Street is best known as a classic arcade museum, preserving video games from the golden age of arcade video gaming. Recently, they released a series of promotional buttons. One of the buttons showed a fire button joystick with the caption, I'm triggered. Another declares that high scores is my safe space. 
The one that has drawn the most attention says, my pronouns are, followed by a recreation of a classic Konami cheat code controller entry. The buttons quickly went viral, drawing both positive and negative responses from the online gaming community. The story eventually found its way to KRON-TV. You can read the full story from KRON's Tori Gaines from the link at alamedapost.com external. A small shout-out to the folks at the Alameda Public Works Department. This week, I had a question about a traffic light. I put in a call, and later that day, got a great phone call and response explaining the situation. A personal touch. Just one of the many things that makes Alameda the special place that it is. That's it for this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Visit our website, alamedapost.com newsletter to sign up for our weekly newsletter. It's free and we'll never sell or give your personal information to anyone. Don't forget, you can support the Post by becoming a member. There's a support level for every budget, but rest assured, our content will never move behind a paywall. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Find the Postcast wherever you get your podcast, or simply tell your smart device to play the Alameda Postcast podcast. I'm Scott Peeler, and I'll be back next Friday with Episode 18 of the Alameda Postcast. See you in September.